0: Today's podcast is sponsored by CPI Card Group Incorporated, a leading provider in payment card production and related services. CPI offers a single source for credit, debit, and prepaid debit cards, including EMV chip and dual interface, personalization, instant issuance, fulfillment, and digital payment services. CPI delivers value-added services to credit unions through products such as Card at Once, their easy web-based instant issuance solution for printing high-quality magnetic stripe, EMV, and contactless cards in branch and on demand. With Card at Once, credit unions can print and issue debit and credit cards for new member accounts or replace cards that have been compromised, lost, or stolen in just minutes. Visit cpicardgroup.com for more information.
1: Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people, credit union ideas.
0: In an age of instant satisfaction, members seeking a new debit or credit card don't want to wait a week for the physical card to arrive in the mail. But with instant issuance, credit unions can make the wait disappear by getting fully personalized payment cards into member hands during a branch visit. I'm Jennifer Wolt, a Senior Editor for CUNA News and Credit Union Magazine. I recently spoke with Rob Dixon, the Card at Once Product Manager at CPI Card Group. Dixon talked about instant issuance, the benefits it provides credit unions and their members, the services CPI offers to credit unions who are interested in implementing instant issuance, and more during a conversation with the CUNA News Podcast. When we talk about member experience, one of the things that members really want is is quickness in terms of the service that their credit union can provide. And when it comes to credit cards and debit cards, uh, a term that gets tossed around a lot lately is this term instant issuance. Rob, can you talk a little bit about what that is and what that means?
1: Yeah, Instant issuance is the ability uh, to print a fully capable, fully personalized debit credit uh, or other Payment card uh, in a branch using a hardware, uh, a piece of equipment, a printer uh, in this scenario, as well as uh, software uh, to be able to process the card. So essentially, a, uh, a member comes into the institution, you're able to pick a card image, uh, able to put the, the details of that card holder, the, the card number, the card holder's name, uh, etc., onto a card, print that card out, uh, and that uh, member is able to walk out. Uh, and use that card uh, immediately.
0: And is this something that's becoming a little bit more common in credit unions across the country?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's been some evolution of of technology um, that's occurred uh, back in 2009. Uh, Visa and MasterCard and some of the other card networks uh, allowed for what's called flat printing, so no longer needed to emboss cards, uh, which made uh, technology as far as the printer and the hardware components uh, needed to create these cards, it made those much more affordable and made the footprint a lot smaller. And since 2009, uh, we've seen a a significant adoption uh, of instant issuance across uh, all uh, credit unions, specifically here in the United States. And over the next two to three years, we expect uh, the adoption to continue and get to a point where it's no longer a a nice-to-have product, but uh, a product that your customers are going to expect for you to have as part of your your services that that you offer your members.
0: So it sounds like a great step for for members in terms of they're getting their cards a lot quicker than having to wait maybe a week or two for it to show up in the mail. So if it's a if you're a credit union that that doesn't have this instant issue capability currently what what do they need to do to get started or where do they begin?
1: Yeah, that's a a very good question. And and the first place that you you start with is um, understanding what the options in the market are are available to you. And what I mean by that is specifically the software component, which is the most detailed, um, technically detailed item that you need to consider. And there's really two options in the market. One is what we call software for purchase, and and that's essentially an in-house model where the credit union would be responsible for not only purchasing, the hardware, uh, the printer, but they would also be responsible for purchasing the software, putting all of the, the HSMs, which is related to the EMB cards and, and being able to process, um, EMB keys and, and, uh, whatnot. Basically having to stand up all of that infrastructure inside of their firewall and be able to not only maintain that IT stack of technology to support an issuance program, but also would have to handle knowledge management such as PCI compliance, uh, any changes in Visa MasterCard rules, be able to support their branch networks uh, in real time with issues related to the printer or possible connectivity issues related uh, to being able to print a card. And so uh, that model where you go out and purchase, like I said, all of the IT infrastructure, the servers, the HSMs, the software, uh, as well as the hardware, going out and purchasing all of that, standing that up inside of your your infrastructure uh, within the credit union, uh, that is called software for purchase model. And that is one option that is available to you. And the second option uh, is really around what we call software as a service delivery model. And that is a scenario where you prov- you pick a provider that has a central located uh, data center that houses all of the HSMs and servers They handle all of the web-based application as far as the front-end web development and taking in the card information, processing that card information, and then securely distributing that to a printer that is housed in your location. So instead of purchasing all the equipment and having to maintain it in a software as a service model, you outsource all of that to the provider that, that you've chosen for your instant issuance solution. And essentially, at that point, you just have to worry about you know maintaining the printer inside of the branch. So the first step in trying to determine, okay, you know, I I understand that this is something that my members want. I understand the business you know perspective of why I should do this and what the benefits are. You know, not only from member experience, but from you know some of the other business case drivers like increase in activation and usage and some operational savings. Once you've determined that uh, instant issuance is right for you, it really comes down to making a decision between. You know, that software for purchase or that, you know, software as a service outsource model. And one of the things that I think is important to understand when, when making that decision is really, you know, how much uh, IT resources uh, do you have within your institution and how much can you really maintain uh, going forward? Can you really a- afford from a personnel perspective uh, to maintain a complex set of software and hardware you know, on a day-to-day basis? So that's number one consideration, you know, that you need to make.
0: If you're a credit union and you're, you've, you've looked at your options that are available between software as a service and software for purchase. And you realize we don't have the manpower on our IT staff to do all those nuts and bolts and, and figuring out what we need to purchase and setting it all up and maintaining it that you would need for a software for purchase. And we want to go with the software as a service. How long once you make that decision and you find your vendor, such as CPI, how long does it take to to implement implement that kind of solution?
1: Uh, it, it's It's very simple. Um, you know, at software as a service, obviously we handle we would handle the implementation process. There would be a basic set of information that we would work with the credit union on to get uh, profile information, information around you know the keys and whatnot. But ultimately, the implementation process is going to take a matter of weeks uh, instead of several months. In addition, it's also important to understand that you know in an outsourced model, even the implementation phase is going to require you know very little uh, in resource investment uh, to stand up the solution. In addition to the fact that it's weeks and not months to get it to get it deployed.
0: So, what's involved in that implementation process? What actually kind of happens?
1: Yeah, so um, when the implementation process is started, uh, there's a you know essentially a, a kickoff call to go through a three page or three or four page document, which um, is that is very you know basic in detail. It starts with you know what's the bank name, and you know it goes to okay, what's the the image that we're going to be putting on your cards, whether it's a a custom image or whether it's a, an image selected from our card design gallery, you know that, that we provide to the customer. So it's it's picking the the image. Um, the second part is getting the, the EMV components that we need, um, the, you know, essentially the keys, uh, what are called EMV keys that we'll need to upload into our system to be able to, you know, process transactions. And, and once we get those, really it's about uh, uh, CPI in this case or, or the software as a service vendor really going behind the scenes, doing the data entry, uh, doing the testing of the cards, uh, validating, you know, the setup of the, of the financial institution. And then coming back, you know, once all that's passed internally, uh, and working with the the credit union to uh, validate the testing that we've done, and and to get the machines out into the field, and and then we support a training program uh, to train the branch personnel on on how to use the solution, and um, you know, really from there it's it's you know you're up and running and ready to print cards. So um, outside of that, you know that getting that profile and, and uh, you know assisting us with answering questions, uh, and then getting us the EMV keys or the contact location for the keys. You know, we handle, you know, the vast majority of the work outside of a little bit of a QA and a session up front.
0: It doesn't sound like it's really a long, drawn-out kind of process that takes months or years to implement. Sounds fairly quick.
1: Yeah, no, it it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And, um, you know, like I said, I I can't stress on how painless it really is on the front side, um, not having to change. You know, chase down a bunch of things, so yeah it's it's very quick and easy.
0: What are the benefits that the branch will see for and even the credit union will see as a result of instant issue cards?
1: there's really five drivers here uh, of the benefits to both the the credit union as well as the members and the first you know first two are really uh, an increase in in activation and utilization of the cards within the the credit union's portfolio so according to an TA report. Uh, On average, 88% of cards that are issued via an instant issuance program are activated and used by the consumer, uh, which translates into a 4 to 10% increase in activation rate across the entire portfolio. So, for example, if you're a credit union that has 100 cards in your portfolio and you don't have an instant issuance program, you're going to have somewhere around, you know, 55 to 60 cards, you know, that uh, are active or have been used or are being used, right? With an instant issuance program, that's going to increase again that 4 to 10%. So, if you're at 55% and really you should look at it, you know, at your portfolio and make this determination as to what your active portfolio is. But in this scenario, 55% would increase to somewhere between 59 and 65%. So, you know that's a significant impact to the top line revenue uh, in interchange for a credit union, and and what we see is that it's actually for debit card kind of utilization, it, it equates to twenty one percent for debit cards. So that's a that's a significant increase both in the utilization across the portfolio, but also in the interchange rating, uh interchange rate that that hits the top line. So that's that's a strong consideration.
0: Why why do you think that happens?
1: The fact that a customer walks out and has a fully capable card right away with access to their funds, they're not waiting seven to 10 days to get their card in the mail. And so they're actually out there using that card, using that card more often, both in the first 30 days, but also longer term uh, across the life of the card as well. So essentially, you get them to come in, they're able to use their their funds immediately and you get a better shot at becoming the the top of all position that we all want to be.
0: Okay. So, what are some of those other benefits that you were going to talk about?
1: Yeah, that's, the other one is is really the operational savings that you get from not having to mail the card. Uh, and on average, uh, according to the ITE report, it's one dollar per card uh, in savings that you're going to receive again from not having to mail the card. You've got impact to your top line through you know, more cards being used more often. you have uh, an increase in interchange from that higher activity of somewhere around you know, 21% for debit, uh, 50% for credit. and then on the operational side of the P;L, you're saving a dollar on average per card from not having to mail it. So there's significant benefits you know to the PL uh, for a credit union to deploy an instant issuance program. Secondary to that, there's two additional things that uh, surround uh, the member experience that we've seen a lot of credit unions really latch on and and in some cases appreciate more than the revenue and the cost savings that i that I just communicated uh the two things that we've seen a lot of recently is uh, one is the around the e m d migration and I think that when we first started to see these chips come into cards what back in late 2015. And uh, most credit unions have converted recently through 2017. But the reality was is that the members that were receiving this new card with the new chip didn't really have any idea why they were getting this technology. And complicating that further was they didn't know how to use it. You know, they no longer swipe the card. Now they were putting the card in a machine, and they had to leave the card there. And some places they went to use their card, the the machine wasn't supporting you know the new chip that they just got. And so you have people that naturally don't like change in technologies. Now also having frustrations around being able to use the the new technology, as well as where can they use the new technology, and so. We've seen a lot of credit unions that have benefited from the instant issuance process in that it allows them in the 90 seconds it takes to print a card, it allows them the opportunity to speak to their member about the benefits of EMV. For example, that EMV technology is there because it is a more secure card. It protects the data better than a MagStripe-based card. Uh, And they're also able to, in that 90 seconds, be able to communicate with the member to say, you're going to go and and you're going to insert the card into a machine and you need to give it about five seconds or whatever it is to process the transaction. And there are some places that are still getting EMB-capable machines and you're just going to have to be a little bit patient. But, you know, this is a good thing. And uh, it was able to minimize some of the, you know, I would say consternation within the card base of this, you know, of receiving a new technology, helping them understand why. Uh, they were receiving it. Uh, what the benefit was to them, as well as you know how do they use it going forward. That was certainly that's benefit sort of number four and, and number one of the of the member experience. Uh, and then the second is around data security and, and card related data breaches that have uh, been occurring over the last several years and have reached historic highs. And so you know the scenario. You kind of think about here is you know if you wake up on in on the news or on the front page of the paper is some major retailer or some whoever has had a has had a card data breach. You're going to have members that, regardless of if they were impacted or not, or regardless of where it was, are going to come in and say, "I want to get a new card." And so the ability to print that card in real time, that ability to uh, alleviate the concern of your customer, get them a new card. Uh, alleviate the concern while also not hindering their ability to spend so not requiring them to wait you know seven to ten days giving them that immediate access to their to their funds and you know to be able to carry on the day to day that they that they uh, would have had if there wasn't for this so-called breach of that's uh that had occurred uh, that's a significant member experience and one that our credit unions have have seen a lot of a lot of benefits from their members on. So those are the five things uh, that we think about that you know we think are important to consider when when looking for an instant issuance program.
0: So it kind of sounds like a, a, a win-win for both credit unions and their members.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There, you know, there's there's a lot of benefits, and you know, there, there's even more. Like, uh, you know, if if you have a member that's going out of town that happened to lose their card, or maybe a member's in from out of town that left their card. So, there's a lot of benefits to doing instant issuance, and you know, the members rave about the the capability.
0: Activation, penetration, and usage is is pretty important to a credit union. What what can you share from your experience about those those three things in instant issue?
1: I would I would agree. I think a couple things that we've hit on is that is obviously the the branch today uh, for credit unions is very important to continue to provide valuable experiences when when people come into the branch, especially in a world today where we look at you know you can get anything on demand, so to speak. You can you can order uh, a, a music song from anywhere in the world and have it downloaded to your phone within seconds. Uh, you can even in some cases order. You know things off of online uh, shops and have them delivered to you, and you can do that with your groceries now. And so, the level of immediacy is really an expectation across our lives, and people expect that in their in their financial dealings uh, as well. And so, that's that's a major thing right now. In addition to you know activation and, and usages, being able to respond in real time to. To your members' needs and maintaining that top of wall status, and, and benefiting from those activation rates and the and the utilization rates that we talked about a little bit earlier.
0: Now, some credit unions may be listening and go, "This all this all sounds great, but how does the core play into instant issue? Do does it need to be integrated somehow, or or what what's the core's role?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's a major consideration that a lot of our that, that all of our, our our credit unions have have asked in the learning process. And um, I think, first of all, does the core have to be involved? And the short answer is no, um, at least not with with our solution. There is a web-based portal that you can enter the card numbers into, and it has all the card imagery and, and able to print the card out. And it works just like anything else, uh, any other card that's that's been issued. And that's in a non-integrated environment. You just log, like I said, log into a website and enter in uh, five, six pieces of information and and print the card. Now, having an integration with a core is uh, helpful in some scenarios, in in some cases. In a a situation where the integration is with the core, you would never really leave the core system. Uh, There'd be a single sign-on essentially into the Card at Once platform, which would then communicate directly with our printers. You would be able to activate the card in, in some scenarios in real time. Uh, another scenario is not so much, um, but really the the core integration is uh, is an ef- is somewhat of an efficiency thing, but not ne- not necessary.
0: And now I know you you talked about when you were talking about your process and and how CPI's um, so- software as a service solution works. It, you talked about how EMV cards are 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 possible. What about dual interface? Do does that model still work?
1: Yes, absolutely. So. We have a number of, of institutions that, that have dual interface or contact and contactless cards.
0: And where do you think, Rob, where do you think we go from here in terms of card issuance? I mean, what do you think the future holds for? Where do we go beyond ish, instant issue?
1: Well, I think, you know, like I said earlier in the in, in the conversation, we still think that instant issuance is growing. It's a growing market and it's a service that uh, that's being demanded. By consumers and, and something that's going to, you know, that credit unions are going to continue to adopt over the next, like I said, two to three years and into the future. I don't see it as a as a program that's going to go away either or a fad. I think it's going to be an expectation, you know, that we continue to have. Now, I think in addition to that, though, that's the payments landscape uh, continues to evolve. I think we'll start to see uh, complementary products like virtual card, for example, uh, the ability to at the time of creating a physical card, also be able to create virtual cards or virtual credentials uh, that you can also, you know, provide to your users. And so I think the future of, of cards and specifically instant issuance A is is bright and we're going to continue to go forward. But one of the things that you need to look for in a, in a provider is what is their roadmap? How are they going to continue to evolve the solution towards some of the new payment trends that are occurring in the market. So you don't want someone that's just going to enable you the ability to print cards. You also want somebody that has a little bit of foresight, a little bit of of planning into the future to be able to support and and continue to build on uh, what instant issuance does, which really provides real-time access uh, to consumers. And, you know, as those flavors of real-time access, as we talked about virtual card, changes a little bit, you're going to need a provider that's going to be able to support and keep you on the front end. But I think there's one last thing that's very important when when looking for a provider, and that is what what level of support are they going to provide? Meaning, if you have an issue in your branch, are you going to get a real live person that answers the phone, or are you going to submit a ticket and, are, and they're going to respond? You know, within a four or eight hour period, for example. Uh, so I think sur- understanding the support you're going to get is important. I also think that. When you look at outsourcing a product, it's important to understand the underlying product support, such as reporting, for example, that's provided to you to ensure that you're going to be able to manage and report on you know, the program as well as how easy it is to use, right? that That's very important. So, I would just say that, you know, when considering all of this, you know, the first part is what model is my institution best suited for? And that's the software for purchase you know, in-house, I'm going to stand everything up inside of my IT infrastructure versus that software as a service where I'm going to outsource it. And the second consideration, obviously, is, you know, look at the business case and and the five drivers that we've outlined today. And then the third part is, uh, what is it that my provider is going to do long term? Are they on the cutting edge of technology? Or do they at least have a vision for the, the payment landscape and where it's going? And are they going to be prepared in three to four years to support the next wave or the next technology, combined with is the provider that I'm talking to. Do they really care about the about my experience or or my branch employees when in the, the support that they provide them going forward? So I think those are the you know the items that are very important to consider. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.
0: This podcast was sponsored by CPI Card Group Incorporated, a leading provider in payment card production and related services. Learn more at cpicardgroup.com.